This is GamesAtWork.biz, your weekly podcast about gaming, technology, and play. Your hosts are Michael Martin, Andy Piper, and Michael Rowe. The thoughts and opinions on this podcast are those of the hosts and guests alone and are not the opinions of any organization which they have been, are, or may be affiliated with. This is episode 432, Monitoring Pirated Cars. Hello, happy new episode of gamesatwork.biz, your weekly technology podcast. My name is Andy Piper. I am possibly sounding a little bit more croaky than usual because I have spent a lot of time this week at conferences and events and have done a lot of talking and I'm all peopled out, but I am not so peopled out that I'm not here to hang out with my buddy, Mr. Michael Rowe. How are you, Michael? I am I am just peachy keen. Happy go lucky, happy Friday, Michael. That's what it's, I am, and so glad to see you. And, and you don't sound very croaky to me, so you sound well, that's good you to sound know. Fine, that's good to know. Um, I yeah, good. We we, we are missing the we are missing the other Michael. He's um, off on a secret mission to explore the western, the wild, wild west. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's I'm, my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm taking a secret mission for the next couple of weeks, um, exploring camping venues around uh, the wild, wild south. So cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, nice. I guess uh, I guess I'll have to I'll have to do some kind of swap a Rooney with Michael um, as a as a co-host, but we'll 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 make it through. We'll make it through. We got some stuff to talk about. Um, we've uh, had our eyes on a few things this week. We've got topics to talk about including automobiles yes uh, we've got uh gadgets we've Ooh. got some privacy and video gaming stuff nice uh, we've got some 3d stuff let's see what we get through um let's kick off actually to uh, with a with a slight change to our schedule um by, by our playlist and talk about the fact that you and i and michael can continue to enjoy end-to-end encrypted communications for a while longer yes Yes, so so Apple and Microsoft both uh, got. I I, I want to say short term exemptions. We don't know if they're short term, but have some exemptions to the new DMA obligations. Uh, so so I think I think there there's there's two things here. So the the UK um, has had a, um, a a piece of legislation that's been bubbling around for a long time called the Online Safety Bill. And the online safety bill is uh, as part of that legislation. Until this week, the UK government, not the EU, was very specifically going to um, try to force uh, messaging apps, um, Telegram, Signal, um, WhatsApp, uh, iMessage were all sort of named in this um, to break end-to-end encryption so that just in case anybody was sending bad content and the law enforcement could could get into that content and the argument there is the usual argument of bad people are using technology for bad things and therefore we need to stop them and therefore we need you to break end-to-end encryption just for that circumstance yes we wouldn't only use it for that. any other reason it wouldn't no, be no, fine no, 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 only trusted people would have those those secret keys to break yes and i trust them implicitly so so there was that uh thing and what has happened is that the online safety bill in general is, is pretty bad uh, thing, 
Um, but uh, they've got a ton of different uh, rules in there. It's one of those pieces of legislation. I think you have the same in the US, and I'm sure it happens around the world, where they, they come up with an idea. They, they, they say they're going to do a thing, and then, you know, the... The, the politicians start shoving extra clauses in and little and little by little it morphs into this thing that is completely unlike what it started out as. So there's a ton of problematic things in the online safety bill, but one of the things that they have said is that they will for now drop the requirement to break end to end encryption. Um, so that means that we, you and I can continue to iMessage each other or whatever. There is another piece of legislation uh, in the EU called the Digital Markets Act and um, the EU wanted to have wanted to designate certain sizes of tech companies as so big and so influential, particularly rather than size. I think it's really so influential having such a market share and so many people using them that they must be uh, subject to additional rules um, and sort of uh, basically uh, deal with problematic content much more quickly than 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 otherwise. Um, and and so on um and uh and and also share data um on request and things like that so there's a ton of legislation happening right now um there's a lot of efforts to sort of regulate big tech um and in this case the dma the the as you say microsoft and apple have been sort of exempted because arguably bing not a messaging app as such but uh, search engine and iMessage aren't popular enough um, so they're, they're trying to sort of say, well, we're not that big. We're not as big as you say we are, mister. So, so I figured out why the OSB did not pass with the restrictions against Apple. Mm -hmm. You haven't learned in the UK to name an, a, a bill in such a manner. Oh, yeah. That yeah, just yeah. the nature of voting against it could be used to vote you out of office. It right. should be something like the super patriotic, beneficial to all great people of the United Kingdom and Great Britain as a whole must pass this law bill. Act. Yeah, and, and then Act. and then of course each one of those words is a uh is an, act an abbreviation. Know, act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. We haven't learned that. Like cool the Digital the Privacy US, yeah. Act, which has nothing to do with the privacy of the individual but has all to do with the fact that businesses can use the privacy information for their own financial benefit. Uh. The thing that the thing that is very frustrating to me as a consumer and human and observer of politics is that uh, every time that these things happen, they use um, they, they use child safety as the yep. the the way in to try to argue that they, that we must do this thing um, when arguably. And I'm not saying there is no problem, but when arguably, um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a ruse for uh, some other some other thing uh, that they want to do. Anyway, yes. So for now, we're all set, and we can carry on operating the way we've been operating for a little while. Um, for a little bit more. But on the privacy uh, conversation, and uh, and generally, um, we're going to head across into the world of. Uh, Transportation technology, automobiles, cars. Yes. So um, our co-hosts, our absent co-host's favorite car manufacturer has been under the spotlight for a few stories this week. Yeah, uh, we actually talked about the first one kind of when it first came out. 
was it six months or eight months ago where where BMW was going to start doing a monthly service charge or subscription for features in the vehicle. In this case, the one that they were all talking about was the heated seats. And um, they finally decided, well, maybe not. We already are a premium car brand and you're paying for the hardware anyway. So turning on the software for a monthly fee is, is something we're not gonna charge you for. So so that was a rollback of a, um, of a, I think a really bad marketing decision to try to charge people well, in a premium premium vehicle, additional monthly services for something that in the past they could just buy. I, I yeah, I want to say we talked about this further ago than than um, maybe it was a year ago, sort of six months. I want to say at least a year ago that we certainly sort of joked about the fact that they'd been talking about having an annual fee just to enable these features. Yeah. Um, and and they're still apparently offering advanced driver assist and adaptive suspension as sort of chargeable add-ons that are software, right? So you've bought the whole thing, but bits of it are disabled uh, until you pay a monthly fee, right? And it's yeah. actually not unlike, you know, buying Photoshop and finding that you, or get downloading Photoshop and finding you can't use all the features until you enable, you know, a subscription to, to get the premium features and stuff. So for, but from a software perspective, it's not very, very different, but from a hardware perspective, it's kind of frustrating, right? But yeah, you're right that the, the heated seats in particular, um, they now they now uh, I think it's saying that they're going to be a optional package at the point of purchase rather than a monthly subscription, which is how I, they were in the past. Because I got heated I seats I, on my car twenty years ago, right? Yeah, but wait and a it minute. It was an upcharge for the seats. Right. Okay. So that they're not going to be able to disable it remotely because you're not paying them enough as a monthly subscription. There's right. the, the, the the hardware capability is still there. Are they not yeah. going to put the hardware capability in at the part point of purchase if you don't well, pay that money? Well, 20 years ago, I think they were actually physically different seats. Right. I'm curious and to I would know assume they would be we'll different seats now. Gonna, well, I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see whether that's the case. Yeah. Well, um, well, it's, but, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, the other article that we really wanted to talk about in this space that you, you saw a toot on, I think I saw an article on, I know Michael saw an article on, uh, is the fact that, uh, the, uh, Mozilla foundation mm. uh, did a review of the privacy policies of all the data collections on vehicles. This is really interesting. So, so Mozilla's been for a while now doing a series called Privacy Not Included. Um, so they've got a whole page, uh, a whole section on the Mozilla Foundation page. And it's not just, so we're going to talk about cards right now, but they've got these reviews of mental health apps, entertainment apps, smart home gadgets. Um, I think pretty much every, every holiday season when people might be buying smart home gadgets, I get an email from the Mozilla Foundation saying, well, you know, be careful which ones you choose for your friends and family because they're not great. Um, but this one is a new one for um, for cars. And I've got to be honest. I mean, we we own an, an EV. It's a Kia, and uh, I'm pretty pretty upset. <laughs> um, it's, and, and look, I shouldn't be upset. Of course, I shouldn't be upset, Michael, because I should have read that you should have read the terms page, of thirty-eight page terms of service when I bought the vehicle, right? And I fact, before I bought the vehicle, uh, before even agreeing to buy the vehicle, I should have been able to look at that terms of service um, and uh, decide on all these things. Um, so it turns out my car is going to be collecting uh, all kinds of information. Now, some of the vehicles, I believe, um, are called out in this story as uh, even 
collecting facial expression data and so on from in in vehicle cameras and stuff, right? Well, but, well one um, of them, and I, which I, I saw in one of the headline articles, actually tracked sexual activity in the vehicle. Yeah, I think that's a Nissan. I'm pretty certain that's a Nissan. Okay, well that's good. You can click, <laughs> you can click through and uh, and you sort, and you get a list of all the brands. You can there's a, a creepiness rating from least to most. You can you can uh, and uh, the least creepy, funnily enough, talking about BMW is is BMW. Um, the most creepy at the bottom of this list is Nissan. Um, Kia is only just a, a couple of a uh, couple of uh, slots behind Nissan um, in in the range of things that they're they're apparently tracking. Now I have to ask. How um, some of these things are uh, the case, and I think that in many cases they've done the classic, you know, overbroad, you know, Term put everything service, yeah. in the privacy policy just in case, right? Um, but. Well, it, it it's interesting to me because as as we've talked about for some time now, I'm I'm continuing to look at potentially getting a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 hope to have one in a few months or so. And would you, do you care to share the brand that you're looking at? It's not on the table. What? It's some uh, secret yeah. brand that doesn't exist. Oh, maybe. Ah, uh, this is because it's, this is where you work on all these secret research projects. And uh, no, no, I'm I'm looking at the Lucid. Right, um, Lucid Motors. And are they a, a sub? Are they independent? No, they are a private car company they've been making high-end evs for about four or five years now i think that's what i meant when i said independent so they're not part of one of the groups or one of the Correct. manufacturers okay right Sorry. yeah so they, uh, so they, they started probably 10 15 years ago making uh electric gearboxes for formula one vehicles okay so so they have a strong background in battery tech and um gear ratios for electronics um and so <clears throat> test drove it really like it um they're not on this list and you know one of the funny things is uh, they're based out of california and california has the the privacy laws probably some of the toughest privacy laws in the u.s right um and actually have a set of questions to them on their privacy policies because you know a lot of these vehicles like don't opt in and i'm wondering how many actually give you the options to opt out of some of their data collection i have never heard of this 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 manufacturer at all um it looks like i've just found a a review um of of a a uk model but i've never come across it um that's interesting anyway um okay well that's that explains why it doesn't show up on this radar i will say that they mozilla haven't just for each of these brands done sort of a checklist right they haven't just kind of if you click into a brand uh let's look audi right i'm gonna click on audi they haven't just done a you know a uh just a a, you know a, a matrix and said yeah they want this they want this they don't want this they don't want this you know, they, they've done a nice piece on each one of them and they've linked to previous stories about uh, or related stories about um, situations they might have been in. So, for example, Audi, they announced a data breach in 2021. There's a link to that story um, and, and so on. So they, they, they have done a really nice way, uh, method, you know, amount of uh, uh, analyses on each of these brands. It is very mm-hmm. disappointing and very worrying. Um, it's not going to stop well, me from driving my car because I, I need, 
I, I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't need need my vehicle. I would be able to exist without one. I existed without owning a car for a long time, but um, you know, uh, yeah. it's something that I've paid for. I've made a choice. I didn't have all of this information, or I didn't do all of this research for myself at the time. But I don't well, think I'm disappointed by all of these data policies. But I don't think that they would really stop me from from well. From well, I think this ties really nicely back to the BMW BMW article in two ways. Mm. One, um, you know, if you realize that only ten percent of your customers are using the heated seats. You may want to turn that on as a luxury feature that costs more because that way you get more money out of your customer base. Um, mm -hmm. Or if you already have that in all the vehicles, it may be, you know, sunk costs and and um, most of the customers don't care. So therefore you can turn it on for the people who really care about it and charge them extra. Um, the, the other thing is there's this new article uh, that came out this week also about BMW's new... Um, Neue Klasse platform that's due out in a couple of years uh, that's using AWS web services. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, cloud data allows you to consolidate and collect data easily in, in mm -hmm. uh, a scalable single location uh, to do better analytics on, on your drivers' behaviors, et cetera, to allow them to gain right. even more information about you. And one of the interesting things that I saw in the in the Mozilla article was uh, the whole, you know, anonymized data aspect, which is not really anonymized, right? Uh, we, mm -hmm. We've discovered that in all kinds of security breaches uh, and other things where, you know, if I give them, you know, six or seven data points, I can figure it out. It's you, right? And, and same thing with a car. If you know that this vehicle is going from point A to point B three days a week, because that's the days I go into the office and I happen to, you know, mm -hmm. toot about it, that that's the day I'm in the office. It only takes like three data points and you know who I am. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, um, I mean, there's a ton of things we could dig into on this subject, I think, but, um, but no, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that, so let's move along. Uh, let's talk some gaming, and let's talk gaming in two contexts. Let's talk gaming very, really quickly in sport and then video games. So you're going to have to yes. quickly talk me through this sport uh, one, but um, there's a story here that I think Michael Martin may have shared with us both about, I think, um, football players, American football players wearing Apple Watches or having yes. them observed to be wearing so, them. So and and you, you were trying to explain this to me before we started recording. I don't quite understand it fully myself. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge American football fan, uh, but in the game of American football, you have a certain player called a wide receiver. Uh, okay. They're the ones that run away and you throw yeah. the ball at them and they receive the ball to run in for a touchdown, right? That's, that's their job. Um, the clues in the title, it, I guess. They receive it. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and so, it was caught on a game this week that two of their wide receivers were wearing Apple Watches during a game. And there are very specific regulations in the sport for NCAA, uh, the College uh, Athletic Association, that you are not allowed to have electronic devices which can be used for transmitting plays to players okay. on the field during the game. So you I can't e tell... Yeah, so you want the players to be able to, to, to 
to, to remain autonomous. You don't want the manager or somebody else to be off off the pitch, uh, off the field. Telling them, hey, hey pr- somebody's coming up from your left, right, go right. slightly to the right. Right. right? right, right. So you can imagine a, a, a little app on the watch tapping your wrist on the right, right. and left to say, swerve. Okay. Right. I can um, you. Now, there is a, a carve out in this rule for health devices. Okay. Well, the Apple Watch is a health device. It has fall detection. Well, in American football, one of the big things is a tackle where you get knocked down. I can imagine mm-hmm. a thing going off every play, you know, trying to call 911 for a health emergency because you've been violently smashed to the ground. Um, right. Uh, so, so, so this is interesting to see what comes of this. To see, you know, we've had cheating scandals in the uh, Super Bowl. With uh, supposedly uh, quarterbacks and players deflating the ball some to change the way it plays, right? huh. oh. uh, and so well, look. I mean, I, I assume think that this, this may this... be something about nothing. But then again, really? I can easily come up ways to where I, you can I, tell a player on the field what to do. Well, I mean, or maybe you're playing chess and receiving instructions via a vibrating item that is secreted around your person, as was a story yes. not so long ago. So. Um, you know, um, I'm sure that any kind of interference in, you know, level playing fields is, is problematic. This, uh, it's interesting to me. It's not something I was familiar with. So thank you for explaining the, the, the specifics of the American football context, but I can definitely see it's something that probably needs some kind of, uh, attention paid to it. Talking of which my yeah. Apple watch that I'm wearing right now has just told me, uh, that it's running out of power probably because I've been walking around with it too much today. I, I feel like both my watch and my phone are hitting the end of their two-year uh, line. Magic cycle before they really need to be them out. Didn't swap either of them out last year, so they're really Well, you have year. an opportunity next week. Maybe, maybe. Uh, let's talk about video games. Um, yes, real quick. Here about uh, Rockstar. Uh, awesome. And the fact that apparently they've been... Uh, their the versions are older versions of their game. Their versions of their older games on Steam... Uh, people have been decompiling and actually finding have been the pirated, uh, pirated cracked versions, presumably because they no longer have the source code and they can't crack their own DRM. So they're just <laughs> getting, uh, yeah, we'll remove I, the DRM. So they're getting the uh, cracked version. I, I loved this article. This was too funny for me um, when I saw it because I was, I was thinking, uh, you know, there are some old games that I've recently, you know, in the last year or two bought on Steam because I want to play them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and this is the perfect example where, by law, they are actually breaking the U.S.'s digital copyright law because oh, really? it's it's illegal to break DRM. Right. Yes. Yes. You're right. Even though they did this. it themselves, yeah. it's still illegal. <laughs> well, they didn't do it themselves. They just happened to be selling a pirate some a version that someone else has cracked. But yeah, it's not good. Um, <laughs> They're selling an illegally yeah. cracked copy well, of the, software. The story is about how bad this is for preservation of that, those games. Yeah, I yeah. agree with it. Real quick, because we're going to run out of time here. We've been talking too much about cars today. Um, there's some other links we've got in the show notes. So do come check out the blog at gamesatwork.biz, episode 432, to see what uh, we, we wanted to go deeper on. Um, we've got a story on how the original Magic Leap headsets are going to stop working soon, uh, end of yep. next year. So uh, that, that was a promising technology that seems like uh, 
it's been quietly sort of uh, put to one side. And but in the meantime, away from headsets and Vision Pros and other things that may be coming, Lenovo are pushing ahead with releasing 3D monitors. Um, so they've Very got a cool. new 3D monitor apparently uh, coming for a three thousand pounds. So why not buy a Vision Pro headset instead? Yeah, um, at that point, you get the headset and have some fun. <laughs> real quick, real quick, because these were really fun. Uh, two stories that we're going to round off with, and then then say goodbye. Uh, uh, one of the folks from Nine to Five Mac has managed to get uh, iPad OS seventeen on on an iPad connected up via a number of different gadgets uh, to an old Game Boy camera so he can FaceTime yeah. using a Game Boy camera, which looks ridiculous. But the one that we, I think we all really enjoyed was a video that I came across my radar on, on Mastodon this week, which is a fun little skit um, featuring all of our favorite digital assistants of different names, uh, sort of having a, having, a, having a coffee break together and kind of chewing the fat. Um, super fun. You've got to watch to the very end for, for uh, it's hilarious. For a little throwback. Uh, I'm going to be gone next week, Michael, but hopefully the other Michael will be with you. And uh, it's been real fun hanging out again. Absolutely. My, uh, Michael, we miss you. Andy, great to see you. Uh, enjoy your camping trips. Uh, I and, shall. Uh, everybody else, drop us a, a rating over on your favorite podcatcher or come over to our website, comment on the show notes. We'd appreciate hearing from you and what you think about what we do. And don't uh, break your EVs or uh, do too many things in your cars because people will find out. And they're watching. See ya. You've been listening to gamesatwork.biz, the podcast about gaming technology and play. We are part of the Blueberry Podcasting Network and would like to thank the band Random Encounters for their song, Big Blue. You can follow us on Twitter at gamesatwork underscore biz or at our website at gamesatwork.biz. Thank you.